Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Unpilled episode. We have a really cool guest with us today who I've been doing a lot of work with recently. I met her through her conference she held. We're lucky to have Jenna with us today because the last time she was available like this, there was tens of thousands of people that literally tens of thousands of people that registered to hear from her and the awesome work. And first of all, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Cash. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, you just had this medicine and mindset summit and literally tens of thousands of people registered to be part of this and you brought in 40 different I don't know how many different experts focusing on this one thing that we need to do to truly be healthy and you picked everything apart and voila there's tens of thousands of people all of a sudden got that help and thank you for that work you did but how was that experience that must have been crazy grueling pain to put that all together it was yeah it was do you know how sometimes you don't you don't know what you don't know so you say yeah. yes to things because it it feels like a really good idea yeah. <laughs> and I think for me, you know what, curating an event and, and I really rooted into why I wanted to do the Medicine and Mindset Summit. And it all boils down to something so simple that I feel like we need to be reminded that before medicine came out of a pharmacy, it actually was supplied to us by Mother Earth. And our body and mind has this innate ability to have intuition around healing. And I think sometimes that gets muted or we've forgotten about that. And I'm, trust me, I, I believe there is a time and a place for medicine, right? And I just wanted more people to reconnect with the essence of, you know, trusting their body and really yeah. what is that natural way of, of uh, waking up those senses. And, you know, somebody might ask, well, why does Jana know this? Well, if you ever heard Jana's story, you know, it was crazy pain, crazy problems, 11 different drugs to be told it's all in your head. Right. And the irony or brilliance of this is kind of mind blow is that on one end you're being told you have no problem. It's all in your head. Second thing is you're teaching people to use what's in their head to heal their problems by adjusting their mindset. And you had to start there. So tell us about what happened with you. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I grew up farm kid in Saskatchewan in Canada where we had, you know, big, huge gardens, lots of open space to, to run around. And, and that was my that was my childhood. I also had, you know, grew up a farm kid. So seeing my dad have his rolls of Tums antacids in his half ton right. trucks and everywhere around the house because, you know, when you're at the mercy of the weather or um, some sort of, you know, disease in your crop, it can get pretty intense. And so I just thought that I was like my dad. I just had yeah. a nervous stomach or, you know, if I had a big test or waiting for a boy to call me, my stomach would, you know, act up a bit. And I carried that belief with me into university, moved away from my small town, went to get, uh, you know, a university education and the pain became more regular. It became more intense. And I did what I was brought up to do is when you were in pain, you went to the doctor and you got medication and it, it, it healed you. And then you went on with your life. And that journey was not 
exactly simple hmm. or easy. It was two years. And like you mentioned, 11 different medications by the time I was 21 years old, just to be told that they believed that the pain was in my head and I was seeking attention because I didn't fit into a box, yeah. right? None of the tests that they were doing fit me into a perfect diagnosable box that they could say with confidence, this is what it is and this is how we'll fix it. And you know what that whole experience did? It, it really is, I, I see it as a gift these days because it bumped me onto this new path of healing and helping others heal. Without that experience, I'm not sure I would be doing what I what I am today. And so yeah. I'm super grateful for it. Yeah, and we see this story so much of great healers that find something it's usually because they had to find it for themselves. You know, mm -hmm. there's so many functional medicine stories of even MDs that have been practicing in clinic for 20 years and all of a sudden one day they themselves needed help and realized that the tools they were using can't help them. So they go get a layer of integrative or functional training and shut their practice down and realize I got to change what I'm doing. So, and you've been through the same. And this is where the great learning comes from because you had to truly fend for yourself, self-heal, and now you have this amazing toolkit to teach the world, you know? So what did you figure out? First of all, what was the actual problem? What was, what was wrong that everyone said there was no problem? So, you know, I, here's what was wrong. What was wrong that on, was on, that on the outside, I looked like a healthy 21 year old Canadian on the yeah. inside. I was full of anxiety. I stopped using my diaphragm to breathe I lost confidence in myself. It was it was all this emotionality. And so it really was no trauma with a capital T. It really, you know, I, I just I didn't I didn't know. And for me, realizing that I was looking outside of my body for the healing, that someone else was in charge of that healing was not the right path. I guess I was looking, I didn't know what I was really looking for. So here's the story. I was in Safeway in the grocery checkout line. And I saw Madonna, the material girl on the cover of a fitness magazine. And it had the word Pilates, you know, splashed across the cover. And I thought, well, what's Madonna doing now? So I bought the magazine and I went home and I read this article. And you guys, at this time, I was teaching fitness classes to pay for my tuition in university. And I read this article about this form of movement created by a German gentleman named Joseph Pilates, who was believed that the health of the body was dictated by the health of our spine. And that, you know, the article said things like breath is the first and the last act of life. Mm. And somewhere in the middle, we forget how to do it. Right. <laughs> he talked about these five really basic spinal movements that were like a recipe, like a chocolate chip cookie recipe. And I was like, what is this movement? And I was intrigued enough to go. And um, that was really my saving grace because 16 weeks after my first Pilates class, I was off all 11 medications. That is insane. First of all, so the person just listening in that maybe hasn't un understood or dug into the body may think that this is wacko. But if you do think about what's going on in the body and what's going on in Pilates, you can very clearly, and, and what you were complaining about, like the concerns, like the pain points you had, anxiety, gut, brain type stuff. It's that purposeful movement that leads to this neuroplasticity and development of the brain. Uh, it leads to being in this state of demanding the body to be sort of strong and positive, balancing hormones, uh, balancing everything. So what seems like 
quote-unquote exercise, right, and chalked up to just that can truly be healing, and here you are to prove it. So so you went through that. Is this what you now teach people, or is there more to it? Yeah, you know, there's there really, I mean, it's been an evolution, right? So that was, my gosh, 20 years ago, and it, you know, it shifted my whole career from the world of, of corporate, you know, human resource, uh, human resources to starting my own Pilates studio and integrated health therapies clinic, which I just sold, and getting into the online space and teaching people that mindful movement is truly one form of medicine that I think gets overlooked. And you said it so in such a simple way is that it's, I think exercise has been positioned in our mind by the fitness industry in a way that it actually does us a disservice Mm. because we've been told that there's arm day and there's leg day and you got to leave a puddle of sweat on the floor for your workout to be worth it. Yet, we have these systems in our body. We have a skeletal system, which is our bones. We have a circulation system, which is our blood. We have a respiratory system, which is our breath. We've got two ner- you know, two sides of our nervous system. We have all these systems. And just like anything, your vehicle, you know, your phone, your computer, when something is not quite right in one of the systems, the entire being or the entire vehicle or computer or phone is going to be impacted. It's not going to run as efficiently, Mm. right? So when you understand that we're not potato head dolls where you can like put on your sexy arms for day (laughs) and night and, you know, we can't interchange those parts of our body. When you understand the simplicity of what do our 75, you know, trillion cells need? Well, they need oxygen. They need high quality oxygen. Um, We need movement so we can have blood flow, nutrient rich, oxygen rich blood that can help when there's inflammation in the body, when there's dis-ease in the body, there are things that we, we need to be properly nutrition, properly hydrated. And I feel like sometimes these tools get positioned so it feels like too much, right? You guys, when when we, you know, when when we were shut down with the pandemic and fast food restaurant drive-throughs were allowed to be open and liquor board stores mm. were allowed to be open. Yet my business, my integrated health therapies clinic and my Pilates studio, which focus on the fundamental being of health and wellness, we had to shut our doors. Like that was a huge kind of kick in the butt for me to be, okay, I need to get the word out and connect with people like you, Cash, who are, you know, creating information and content for people who are hungry for it. When you realize that it takes minutes a day, minutes a day to start to impact those systems it can be extremely empowering. You know what you said there, dis-ease. That's like the most beautiful poetry I've ever heard because it truly explains Mm -hmm. what we misunderstood and and, and it also explains why what you're describing worked because a disease isn't what people think it is. I have this, right? I have this disease. It's part of me. I now have to deal with it. It's, it's the body's dis-ease. The bo- you've done something over time that is not aligned with, you know, call it your, your body systems, right? And something is suffering a load somewhere, whether it's inflammation or fibrosis or whatever's going on, that you've been fighting for years, if not decades, that eventually crossed over into disease state. All of us are in mm-hmm. dis-ease right now. All of us are constantly battling something. And our bodies are resilient and fighting. 
the day that you're not healthy enough to fight is when it becomes disease, the thing with a label that you then get prescribed something for, which, you know, you had 11 prescriptions, which also still didn't even get you anywhere. It mm-hmm. didn't work for you. And mindful movement, it, it, I, I would say it's the movement. And this is amazing because you, your whole conference was on mindset. That movement, when you think about Pilates, it's also a mindset practice because you're not just moving your body. You're also hyper-focusing your mind you're putting yourself in an environment where all the noise is gone, right? And you, you've got this cocoon, this like mm-hmm. safe place for a little while, this my, me time, call it. And you're also exercising your mind probably without even realizing that's what you're doing, right? And so you're getting that mindset adjustment plus the physical and triggering all the right movements. Uh, and you could see when you really understand the biology of what you're doing in that half an hour, an hour, how that's a healing modality. It's not just like we said, exercise, right? Yeah. And, you know, as I was listening to you talk, it made me um, just think of one of the quotes from Joe Pilates that I absolutely love. And, and he said that a healthy mind, when housed in a strong body, possesses a glorious, um, a glorious sense of power. Mm. And I think that's, I think that speaks volumes is that we can feel very disconnected from who we are. Our body can really let us down. And think about this. If you have ever had a new baby in your home or brought a new pet, you know, into your home, you spend very focused, concentrated time on what that baby or what that new little puppy needs. What does that cry mean? What does that mean when they scratch at the door like that? And you focus, okay? Some, even a, even a, a, a sillier metaphor would be, you know, I forgot my phone charger at the last hotel that I was staying at. And it freaked me out. I was like, Oh, my God, how am I going to charge my (laughs) phone? I need right. You think about every night where we go into you got to charge your phone. So it's ready to go in the morning. So it can serve you. What if we use that same mindset and focus on our own body? What if we became connoisseurs of health and wellness where we could hear our body when it was whispering? Versus waiting until it's in an all-out mm. temper tantrum before we're like, oh, I better take that Tylenol because I've had a headache for five days. But we don't think I haven't had much water. I don't think I've had fresh air for the last three days, mm-hmm. right? Like we just we stop at the solution we hear on TV yeah. or see in the magazine, which is that you know now this pain over-the-counter pain medication is good for twelve hours. So you only need two pills yeah. in a twenty-four <laughs> hour period instead of three. Yeah. To hide your problem as opposed to face it and figure out what's actually going on. So how did you exactly. how did you go from there to okay, you, this is your modality, it's it's movement, it's pushing the body to trigger vitality and you get better. And all of a sudden you come out with this massive summit on mindset. How did you get there where you realize that this yeah. is what I actually need to talk to the world about? See, I learned early on in my career that People will ask for help when they're experiencing some sort of physical ailment, okay? They have back pain, they're having digestive issues, they haven't been able to sleep for the last three months. It made it, it, I learned very quickly that people will come for the physicality. But because we're not a one dimensional being, there is this emotionality. And there is the energetics of yeah. the body and there is the spirituality of the body. Like, there's all these different realms of who we are. And so Pilates became a super safe place for people to get that 
without getting that. It was kind of a sneaky mm-hmm. way, right? Through getting them, like you said, to focus on their body, to turn off the noise and really fall in love with who they are mm-hmm. and what they want to be one day. Do you want to be, because do you know what I found was that when I would meet with a new client, most of them wouldn't even introduce themselves by their name. They would initially introduce themselves to me by their diagnosis. Wow. I've got a bulge disc at L4, L5, right? I've got high blood pressure. I've got cancer. I've got, like, they would use the diagnosis as who they were. And it kind of broke my heart because, you know, it's kind of like a chicken and the egg. What came first was this, was this diagnosis like drilled into their head that this is what it's like for the rest of their life. So they better get used to that being a part of who they are. And were they not given an opportunity to really think outside of the boundaries of their diagnosis that what would happen if I could fill in the blank X, Y, Z, right? So that's when I started to, in little baby steps, start to bring, you know, mindfulness. And I would be careful I wouldn't use the M word meditation because for some people (laughs) that would freak them out. Like, I'm not here to meditate. (laughs) I'm here for my Pilates class. I'm not here for meditation, right? So when I understood that, I would start to bring in, in a really beautiful way, you know, the mindset piece, the visualization piece, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza says that our thoughts are the language of our mind, but our feelings are the language of our body. So when your thoughts and your feelings are completely disconnected, you're going to end up with a body that feels like it's in the wilderness, right? You might say to yourself when you're at the grocery store lineup, the clerk says, oh, hey, how's your day? You might say the words, oh, they're good. But your brain knows that those the thoughts in your brain are, are not good. Yeah, I don't feel good. I feel overwhelmed. I feel anxious. I'm in pain. I don't, you know, I just fell out of my relationship. I, whatever. I lost my job. And then you get these feelings, you start to get heart palpitations, you start to get stomach aches, you start to, you know, create all this unnecessary tension in your body. And then it just becomes this perpetual, you know, almost like a tornado Mm -hmm. where the eye of the storm is not calm. The eye of the storm is just more chaos. And so how do you start unraveling that ball of yarn? It's, you know, getting the thoughts that are the language of your mind and the feelings that are the language of your body on the same page so that you can be present and feel what your body is telling you. Um, And that's really what, you know, that work over the last 10 years brought me to this opportunity of creating the summit, bringing 50 plus world experts to the virtual stage so that people from around the world could understand Really, the simplicity cut through all of the, like you said it before, noise and really just reconnect to the essence of of who we are and some of these really simple things that can be forgotten or misunderstood or discounted. Mm. Like that's just, that's, that's woo-woo, right? Just breathing. How can breathing impact, you know, A, B, C, and D? Well, it actually, it actually can. So that was, that's kind of how... We came full circle from, you know, Pilates, physical movement to realizing that there is an opportunity here to impact in a radical way through the summit. So when you went through all these 50 some odd interviews, which is that's a crazy amount of interviews, first of all, you know, uh, to even find those experts that could all talk to this one topic. You're sitting back now. It's all done. What are those two or three things that are like those mm-hmm. wow moments that, oh, my God, I do this interview, but this guy just or this gal just blew my mind. 
what are those two or three bombshells that you learned along the way? Yeah, you know, gosh, that is such a good question. So at the end of every interview, I asked every single person to weave together all the interviews. What's the, you know, what is the one or two mindset hacks or tips or tricks that you use in your personal life to share with our audience? And I'm going to say that 95% of my speakers spoke to the way they start their mornings, the way they start with gratitude, some meditation, just some quiet moments to start their day. Um, Hands down, that was one of the main themes is that, and Dr. Edward Group said it really good where he said, my goal is to win the morning. Mm. If I can win my morning, then I know I'm going to win my entire day. And then he said, do you know how I know I'm going to win my morning? Is if I win my evening, <laughs> if I have, you know, I'm, if I'm not up till two in the morning, yeah. if I am shutting down my tech, if I am, you know, playing with my kids or listening to some music to, so that's the first thing. Now, the other, uh, the other point that really sticks in my mind is Marcy Shimoff, who many of you will know, she's from the chicken soup for the soul right. empire. She built that out. And she said one statement that still, I, I think about every single day. She said that encouraged the audience to ask this question to themselves every single day. Mm-hmm. What's the most loving thing I can do for my body right now? Wow. And I was wow. like, what? That is right. Cause it could be something as simple as I could take a sip of water. Yeah. I could go outside and take a breath of fresh air. I could go hug my husband. I could text my mom in that moment. Yeah. Right. And it does what Dr. Joe Dispenza says is the only moment we can impact change in is the present moment. And if we ask ourselves, what's the most loving thing I can do for my body, my mind, my soul right now? I I just think if we're talking about up leveling how we show up on this planet, Mm -hmm. and I think it's people like your audience, Cash, and people that, you know, utilize your services as the DNA company that really are the beacons of, of, of being like health champions. And whether they realize it or not, their actions, even listening to this podcast, will impact the people in their life. Mm-hmm. One of the things I said on my summit was, I want, as my audience, I want people to take this information, turn it into education. Well, how do you turn it into education? You start to, you start to understand what that speaker is telling you. You start to maybe put some things into action. That's how, that's how information becomes education. And then you take education and you turn it into wisdom by sharing that with someone else. Mm. So can you imagine if, you know, the, the tens of thousands of people that came to the summit, the people that are watching and listening to your podcast today, if they shared one thing with one other person, yeah. we've just two X our impact. Yeah. And if, th- if that person told two friends, do you know what I mean? That's what I, that is like the snowball rolling downhill. And that's what I feel like, you know, people like you and I are, are here to, um, that's part of our mission. That is a mission is to, to, I mean, it goes back to what you were saying about that doctor experience. It's this awareness that there's another way, you know, partly, um, and, and mm-hmm. to remove the sort of hierarchy of me under my doctor thinking, because that, I think what you said about people have this identity of, I have this, I have that. And that's the first thing they tell you. It's, I think it's also the first thing they tell you 
because that's their limitation of what they think the potential of their relationship with you is because that's all they got from their doctor, right? You're here for three minutes. Tell me what's wrong with you and I'm going to tell you how to fix it. I don't want to connect with you beyond that, right? Don't tell me your story. Where you're saying, tell me your story because there's so many things in there that you don't even know equal the problem. And so that's where this, you know, I have cancer, I have this, I have that because that's what they believe you know, is their right to provide in terms of context and information. So just understanding that you can go far beyond that if you have the right person to work with. And that micro eliminating the symptom isn't healing. That's masking. And it's just going to pop up somewhere else. And yes, Mm -hmm. for sure, there's this whole slew of people that are coming out now that are constantly disappointed and wanting to find another way. And people like yourself are creating that other way, which is awesome. Hey guys, we've been hearing from a lot of people that there seems to be a second wind of cold and flu season and a lot of people are getting sick again. So we're going to do something about it. If you haven't heard of Breathe Easy, it's a product that we designed that specifically targets the immune system. It provides support to boost immunity no matter what the season brings. So there's things in there like NAC, zinc, vitamin C that act as potent antioxidants to support the immune function and reduce symptoms of respiratory illness if you take it. So we're going to get this out there so everybody can get back to what they're doing and get rid of their colds. So for this limited time during the season, we're going to bring it out there. Don't miss this deal. When you buy two bottles, one will be free. So go to the website and at checkout, you'll see that the second one is a gift from us. We want to make sure everyone and their families are armed. So go to the dnacompany.com forward slash products forward slash breathe. That's breathe with an E, B-R-E-A-T-H-E hyphen easy and add two breathe easy bottles to your cart and you'll see that the second one is free. A gift from us. So harness the power of your DNA, get optimal immunity, enjoy the season and good health. So now I have a curveball for you. Well, it's not actually a curveball. It's actually a cooch. It's ready. a cooch ball, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something that you created. <laughs> and uh, when you first sent that to me, I wasn't sure if it, like it because this was remember this was me lying on the floor in the dark at night waiting for a child to fall asleep and you said hey by the way watch this cooch ball video i was like what is this woman talking about (laughs) and then i realized you have this product that you created to help women with pelvic floor which is a major finding that you got out of all your pilates work so tell us all about that and i'm going to try one too Mm -hmm. Why, why not so yeah, you probably thought it was maybe a, a typo yeah. that I meant couch or something like that. But here's the deal. So it's it's a it's it's my product. It's I never thought my husband is a molecular geneticist, and I always thought he would have like the patents and the trademarks. But it turns out that I that I do. So <laughs> the cooch ball was my solution to the decades of working with both women and men, and having them be so uneducated and disconnected from that part of their body. Like not even being able to use the word like vagina or penis. They talk like down there. I got an issue down there. Well, where? Like (laughs) on your toes? Where? What is is down there actually mean, right? So my product is, it's it's co-branded. So it's it's cooch ball for women and gooch ball for men. And those of you who, you know, like to play around with marketing strategy, it was purposeful. I named this product something fun and sassy. Because I wanted it to be a conversation starter because we don't talk about this part of our body at all. The pelvic floor is a group of muscles in a man's body and in a woman's body. 
It is located at the base of our spine, right? It holds our organs up in front of us or inside of us. Um, women usually tend to get to know their pelvic floor once they've had a baby and they get, you know, their doctor tell, or midwife tells them to do Kegels. Guys you know, or, or women in menopause that, you know, their hormones start to change and they start to get, create, you know, get a little bit of incontinence. They watch TV. They think, oh, that's my solution. That incontinence, you know, new product that I see in the aisle of the grocery store. And you guys, you know what? $24 billion, that industry is going to top next year wow. of incontinence products. And here's what some really cool research. Yeah, seriously. Here's what some really cool research out of the States said a few years ago that, in 90% of pelvic floor dysfunction cases, so in a woman's body and in a man's body, in a lot of cases in a man's body, pelvic floor dysfunction shows itself as uh, chronic back pain, super tight hips, erectile dysfunction. So it shows itself in lots of different ways. $9 billion industry for erectile dysfunction drugs. The research out of the States from a urogynecologist named Dr. Bruce Crawford said, in 90% of the cases of pelvic floor dysfunction in a man's and a woman's body, 90% is actually a fitness slash movement issue and not a medical issue. So if there is nine women sitting in a surgery waiting room, mm -hmm. waiting to go in to get mesh put in their body and pinned up like a hammock, okay, only one of those women really needs that surgery. The other wow. nine can go home actually be taught how to proper it's like it's like you guys they're muscles so if you want strong arms you're going to work your arms if you want to have you know a good booty you're going to work your booty these are muscles right and so with I, I just got super frustrated because through my experience growing my business no one was talking about it I would do these pelvic floor not even webinars at that point they were workshops people were coming in person they would sell out Women would not make eye contact with me. They would wait in line for me after that workshop with tears in their eyes because I was speaking directly to mm. them. And I'm like, this is not right. Like, it's not right. And so the mom of three boys, I just went home and I, I knew that when you bring mm. oxygen-rich, nutrient-rich blood to any muscular yeah. fiber, any fascial tissue in the body, any nerve tissue, blood flow heals. So if we want to create the environment for change, like that's why Kegels are fine. If you have a baby and you're like, I want to see if I still have a pelvic floor. Yeah, for sure. You know, stop the flow of urine, start the flow of urine. Absolutely. But what about all of those women and men who believe that there's something broken in their body, that they have nowhere to turn and really 90% of them do. And so I went home and I sat on, I mean, my boys had all different kinds of balls to play ball hockey and mini basketballs. And I started sitting on these balls thinking, would this bring blood flow to the area? And I, my husband was part of the, of the experiment. And so after about four weeks of like playing around with these different balls that our boys had at home, Jason came home, my husband from, he was playing golf with his buddies. And he's like, I was getting like 20 extra yards off the team. No way. He said, do you think because <laughs> my hips are loosening up, do you think it's because of this stuff we're sitting on these balls? And I was like, I don't know, but we're going to keep going. So it was kind of like the three bears, like some were too hard, some were, yeah. were too soft. So I just made my own, yeah. I created my own. I got a patent lawyer, a trademark lawyer. <laughs> we ordered the first thousand units. They landed at my studio in Saskatoon. 
And I went to a home shopping network event where we, it was like the shark tank right. pitch competition. Yeah. I won the competition was scheduled to go back to Tampa to do an eight minute show on the home shopping network. COVID hit that put a kibosh on that. So I put up a landing page. I started doing webinars and I just started selling out and selling out and selling out and realized that there's a hunger for this education. Mm. The ball is beautifully designed to work with the body. And, and what it is really is a three minute experience. When you sit on the ball, on a chair, on the floor, the weight of the body on the ball creates this beautiful interaction between the fascial tissue and your circulation. And so when you have this tissue that's been locked down because you've been holding, you know, anxiety or tension um, or because of poor posture or lack of hydration or because of some sort of trauma, even childbirth, falling down the stairs as a, you know, as a child, falling off a horse, all those things can create tension, sports, okay? It actually locks us down. It locks down that root chakra that the energetic of the root chakra is all about safety and security and feeling grounded, right? And so the cooch ball and the gooch ball were born and I get to you know, impact lives from, you know, I had a mom buy a ball for her 11 year old daughter who wanted to go to sleepovers at her girlfriend's house in the worst way, but was, was wetting the bed. Mm. And we realized that it was a tight, she was a ballet dancer, quite high caliber ballet dancer where you have to hold postures. Right. right? And her pelvic floor at 11 years old was like a rock wall. And that was causing the bedwetting experiences she was having at night. And so once she started using the cooch ball, that fixed itself. I heard from her mom. She went to her first hmm. sleepover. She had confidence. She had so much fun. And that's on one end of the spectrum. Then I had the couple from New York City that called me. The woman was 91 years old. Her husband was turning 93. And she wanted to get him a gooch ball for his birthday because in her words to me, she said, Jana, he's just not as spunky in the bedroom as he <laughs> used to be. And just brought me so much joy to be on the phone with this woman. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, at 91, I want to be having the same conversation <laughs> that, you know, he's just not as funky, yeah. right? So I've, you know, I've, I've been gifted this experience to be able to show up for people, to have the conversation around a part of the body that we're not talking about. And, um, I just want to thank you for asking the question because, you know, this is the goal. No, it's really cool. That's share it with as many people. As possible. It's really cool because that's where this is how you really solve problems. It's not masking problems. It's solving problems. And you make me think, like, I think about the gym and when you walk around, the most common sort of structural problem I see is people with these crazy tight hip flexors and they're like, you know, their, their <laughs> belly's kind of sticking out because their hips are so tight. And then you, and they're working on it, but they're mm -hmm. not getting a result. So I, I'm wondering how many of these people have a pelvic floor problem that don't even know, you know, and, and so this, yeah. Well, pelvic floor. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sorry, no, please. so that's it's just a thought that we're, we're always looking for the easy answer, right? And often that's all we have access to anyway, you know, uh, when you go to, whether it's a clinician or trainer or physiotherapist, whatever, um, knowledge is limited. So, I mean, the, the, the key here to me is never stop learning. There's always more, you know, people like yourself are out there figuring things out, innovating, keep learning. And, you know, um, yeah, I'm going to try it too. Let's see if I can, cause I do, I find that sometimes I have this hip flexor issue and I have this like 
stiffness. You know, if I'm trying to do some deadlifts or some movements, some days it feels amazing. Some days it's like, am I 80 years old? What's going on with my body? You know, um, so whatever we can do to make ourselves better, we got to keep working that. So where do people get it right now if they wanted to grab one? Yeah. So, I mean, you can head over to coochball.com or goochball.com. I'm sure we'll have uh, a link in the in the show notes as well. And it's just, you know, I want to just touch on your psoas piece because you're right. The pelvic floor is connected to the psoas. And, and gang, the, the psoas muscle is like the hip flexors. And Cash is right. There is this there's an epidemic around being able to be upright, mm. you know, in gravity on this planet we live on. And so, you know, using the cooch and gooch ball, even laying on your stomach on that hip flexor area. So, I, you know, there's been so much healing that has gone on because that part of our body gets, gets tight. It's like beef jerky instead of the psoas muscle. Actually, did you know this is if we were, if we were cows, um, it's the filet mignon cut of beef. Wow. It's supposed to be very juicy yeah, yeah. and very like, right. But because we're an upright body, um, it really loads that yeah. muscle. And so when we can bring good nutrition, good hydration to it, and just laying on your tummy with that cooch or gooch ball right in that hip crease, um, it really, it really can heal. And so, um, you know, if you head over to the website, there is even a, a free, uh, some free gifts there that you can, that you can download as well. And I just want to thank you for helping me spread the word. No, we should. Cause it's, I mean, if, for people that are sort of doubtful or not understanding what we're talking about here, you've already seen this. You've already seen when you go to the gym, there's people that are rolling like their shoulder with a ball or they're on, they're rolling like a tube on their thigh or their hamstring. And they're increasing circulation. They're sort of softening up muscle tissue. So we already understand the science. There just wasn't a tool that was designed for that specific spot. And it was completely unaddressed. I don't. I can't think of a training program that addresses pelvic floor. Nobody talks about it, right? So it's, it's you built a tool that was filling a major gap, which people need to look at. So that's awesome. Uh, and in terms of the work you're doing, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you don't have time anymore to work with people on the Pilates and movement and all that, but I, I assume maybe there's some group work or there's some things that people can learn from you. How do people mm -hmm. actually get your knowledge? Yeah. So the meta district and meta is two T's. So um, M-E-T-T-A district and meta is a Buddhist word that means a place of love non-judgment, benevolence. So that's my online movement community. And again, I've got free resources there. Uh, my flagship movement course is called uh, Impact 30. And it's really rooted in the work of Joseph Pilates because Joseph Pilates said, after 10 sessions of Pilates-based movement, you'll feel a difference. After 20, you'll see a difference. And after 30, you'll have a whole new program or a whole new body. So this program is really built around that 10, 20, 30 class milestone. Um, you know, thousands of people have worked with that program. And I, I guess the other thing that I want to say, you guys, is if you are coming from a classic Pilates background, you might see my work and think, oh my God, what, what is this? What has she done mm. to the work of Joseph Pilates? And, and really what I've done is I've taken lots of different pockets of training that I have experienced over the past 20 years now. And I've brought them into my own little twist on what it's Pilates base movement. We do lots of work on alignment and core. We do a lot of work around fascia release and, you know, repatterning the neural network around movement and breath. And so it truly is, a, you know, a full body, multi-layered approach to improving our quality of life. 
because right we we are born into one body yeah we weren't born with replacement parts this is meant to last us till the last breath on this planet and don't you want it to be the most you know the most vitality and yummy juiciness than you that you possibly can yeah and one question for you just personal curiosity i went to pilates once yeah just to understand what it was yeah. and i remember there's this machine that looks somewhat like a medieval torture device. Do you need access to that or what you, yes. you do? Okay. So, and so you would do this in a studio? No, you, oh, don't. you don't. No, oh, you don't. No, okay. no, you don't. No, not at all. No. See Pilates. So what you're talking about is there's a, there's a series of, of pieces of equipment. And what you're probably talking about is either the reformer or the trapeze table where there was like fuzzy loops and straps yeah, yeah, and yeah. all these kinds of things. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it, funny, quick story. We, I had a reformer and a trapeze table in our house and we would, our boys were, would play hockey and we would host these parent parties. And there are, there are these straps that hang from these bars and they've got like fuzzy loops on them. And my husband was like the biggest, the, the dads on the team thought he was like the biggest stud. Cause we had this <laughs> <laughs> machine in our front room in our house, but so it can look like a medieval tor torture chamber. It can look like some sort of sexy apparatus. Yeah. But no, you know what? Pilates can be done on a mat, just like yoga can be okay. done on a mat. It's extremely accessible. I mean, I've taught Pilates to people in a chair, whether they were elderly or in a wheelchair. Um, you know, there is it's it's the form of movement that I believe doesn't really discriminate between ability in a body. There's always some, even if it's just breath, proper breathing with our diaphragm, mm -hmm. right? Um, there will be benefits to be had. So yeah, you can be, so the work I do online, you don't need any equipment um, at all. It's pretty, it's pretty simple. Amazing. Well, this was awesome. I wanted to thank you because this is something that people's eyes needed to be open to, which is movement as a part of healing. You know, you have to, your body was designed, how many thousands of generations moved in a certain way and now what are we doing? We're sitting at each other, looking at each other on these screens, you know, and that's the reality of majority of most people's days. So you have to add movement back in. And Jana's done an amazing job of curating, you know, protocols are exactly what you need. So take a look at that. Thank you for joining us here today. This was awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Kasha.